You are listening to Rooted, the official Parkland Chapel podcast. And we are your hosts, Jordan and Elena. The name was inspired by our iconic tree logo and Colossians 2, 6, and 7, which says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. Yeah, guys, so our hope with this podcast is to keep our church family rooted in God's Word and truth with each other, and you'll get to know us, Alana and Jordan, our stories and how we got here. Also, our pastor, Mike Harrison, he'll pop up every once in a while, and he will share more from his sermons or just share what's on his heart and his mind. He's really biblically knowledgeable, and he has some good information. And we also hope to have some of our congregants get into the show as well and to know more about them, what they're doing in the community. And occasionally we'll put in a devotional thought and what we've been reading through in the Bible. And hopefully that can inspire you guys and encourage you. So yeah, we hope this is another way that we can communicate and engage with you as our church family. And uh, if you're not part of our church family, welcome. You know, we hope that this is a way that you just feel like you're sitting right here in the office with us. All right, welcome back to episode two of the Rooted podcast here at Parkland Chapel. And today we have some special guests with us. Today we have Shane and Emily from Arbor Season Express. Woo! Woo! You say that we're special. Yeah. Hey. Could we find out where, if someone wanted to download that song that we just heard, can <laughs> where, we, is it on where can we find it? Um, I think I have it saved on my computer. I like it. I, I literally, I think I just got it off of, like, I'm subscribed to, like, this, like, just content of, like, stock footage, and that was some of the music. But I actually have one of my friends, I think he's supposed to be mixing together uh, an actual, like, Ooh. original theme song. Ooh, nice. So maybe we'll get too. something. Yep. You came up with a name? Oh, yeah. What is oh, it? Yeah. Rooted. Rooted. Oh, oh I, I thought you were saying like a diff, like a name for the song. I was like, oh, well, no. tell me. Well, he might. He might. I don't know. I I sent him a YouTube video. I'm like, I really like this sound, and it has like a water drop and this cool Ooh. like drum fill. I'm like, can you do something with it so it makes it sound a little bit exactly? Like so that. you're saying, uh, <laughs> Rooted is the name of the podcast. Yes, correct. Nice. I love yes. it. I do like yes. it. And this is only episode two. This is episode mm-hmm. two. Wow, it feels so special. You're, liter- Wait, you're literally the first one. You were our first guests on the show like <gasps> numero uno who did the first one oh. it was just us two mm-hmm. we just kind of introduced oh, nice. ourselves yes. mm-hmm. this is what we're doing why we're doing it we're yeah. not just doing it because you know we want to talk about whatever <laughs> yeah. but that is fun too <laughs> yeah and so one of our goals with the podcast is to get our church familiarized with really what goes on behind the scenes with like what elena and i do but also you guys make an appearance every once in a while which is fantastic i remember uh was it like almost three or four Sundays ago I got to get up and preach for like the first time on a Sunday and then you guys got to like introduce the worship and for me it was cool to kind of take a step back and see um, a younger generation kind of step up in that role like you guys led the worship and then I got to get up and teach and I, I don't know it's kind of like a uh, a good one-two combo you know yeah. so that was awesome for me to kind of realize that and that was really cool and so we kind of want to get to introduce you guys to the church and hopefully that they can get a better understanding of who you guys are, where you come from, what you guys are looking to do. So how about you guys just kind of start off by saying who you are? Like, who is Emily? Who is Shane? You know, where'd you come from? How'd you guys meet? And uh, we'll kind of lead you guys through that. Oh, man, that's a 
That's a loaded question. <laughs> um, Shane is a Canadian. That's we have another <laughs> another person not originally from America. <laughs> yes. Are you? I, I hate to assume. Is that? That's that is me. Okay. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I didn't want to assume. <laughs> Where are you from? I'm adopted from China. Whoa! Yes. Really? I made the trip across the Pacific back in 1998. Me um, and her mom go way back. Oh yeah. Oh for real? Yep. Yeah, my mom's really good friends with. Michelle Matheny and my yeah. mom. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's I was part of the homeschool group, but I was never homeschooled. Yeah. <laughs> Did you come on a boat or like a plane? It was a plane. Oh, it's not a as, boat or it's a plane. Not as, it's not as exciting. <laughs> wow. You come on like a rowboat or like a kayak. <laughs> All right, Shane is done talking now. <laughs> oh. oh, well, anyways, so Shane's from Canada and I'm from Fredericktown from right here. And I used to go to Parkland Chapel. Like all my teenage years until I was 17 and my family moved to Florida. So I also go way back with the church. And then I introduced Shane to Parkland Chapel like, what, four or five years ago? And he was like, this is amazing. He's like, he's actually teaching from the Bible. <laughs> it was so great. And it was funny because I love going to Parkland to hear, to hear Mike speak. Um, and so when we led worship a few weeks ago and you jumped up and you were speaking, I was like, no, I'm here to see Mike. And then you were so great too. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is fantastic. Um, you didn't disappoint him. You didn't disappoint. <laughs> Good job. But, uh, yeah. So I moved to the States when I was like 20 or 21 or something. And then a few years later, I met Emily at an open mic. In Florida. In Florida. And yeah, from there, we kind of just started playing music full time together as friends it was much more dramatic and complicated than that but we won't go into the dirty details <laughs> no, we will not. of dirty our details, epic love band, story <laughs> band name dirty details but yeah we started playing music together and he was working at a really small church at the time and um, he was like the youth pastor and so we would like lead worship there together and we went there together for a few years before we started going to a different church and then we were leading worship at that church together so We've just, we've always led worship together and like played gigs together pretty much since we met. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yep. It was like a month after, cause we, we wrote songs and we'd, sh- we'd meet up and just share what we've written in the past together. And then finally in Starbucks parking lot, we wrote our first song called where you belong and it's underneath Shane and Emily. If you look on Spotify and stuff, but we wrote that song and then it was really it was really soon after that that she came to play with me at uh, one of my gigs that I was doing. It was just a cover gig, like a four-hour thing. And uh, I was like, how much would it cost to keep you, you know, with me? And so... <laughs> Not a lot. I was working at Cracker Barrel at the time, so, you know. <laughs> so she was like my employee for a while. and <laughs> Whatever. I totally wow. called the shots. <laughs> That's not, actually, I feel like you could have if you wanted to, but you didn't. I wasn't comfortable enough in our relationship yet. I waited till we got married to start doing that. <laughs> no, you call the relationship. You call the shots in our relationship, I but did. not in our band, it's I would true. say. It's still like that. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it kind of, that's pretty solid, I think. Yeah. Only because I let you know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, okay, so who are you guys? Like, if you were to explain, you know, I'm Emily, this is who I am, or I'm Shane, this is who I am. Like, who? how would you describe yourself to other people? You know, I feel like it's it's good for, especially the church, to see younger people getting up and leading. Uh, like last Wednesday night, we had our youth group lead worship and it was fantastic. 
So if you could describe to people who you are, it just it's just human beings. How would you, or what would you say? I'm an Enneagram six with a seven. Ooh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, I am, but I'm not going to get into that. Um, I, I feel like in my journey right now, I mean, I feel like I'm just always learning and I feel like I'm in a new phase of my journey with um, worship and my relationship with God, because we've always, I've always written songs that were not like, they weren't worship songs. They weren't necessarily Christian songs. It was just like about my feelings and my emotions and stuff. And I feel like God is taking me on this new journey, um, which ties into like who I am because I'm kind of like a, I'm a little bit of a closed off person who's really good at pretending to be like super open and extroverted and stuff. Mm. But like when it comes down to like who I really am, I feel like I'm kind of, I have a lot of walls up and I don't experience a lot of freedom. And um, it's been really awesome because I've been being pushed outside of my comfort zone with writing a worship record and it's I've just been learning a lot about what freedom actually is. I don't know if that answers your question, but that was just kind Absolutely. of like, well, that was yeah. Yeah. That was good. I think that's like good. Shane, you have to fi- follow that up. Yeah. Well, yep, I'm Shane, and I'm a socialist. And <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I don't even, I have to be completely honest. I don't even know what that means. All I know is Canadians, what is that socialism up there or something? I think, I don't know if it's technically like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. But He's a seven. He's an Enneagram seven. <laughs> okay, I can see that. Textbook. <laughs> Yeah, like word for word. (laughs) So I'm the opposite of Emily. I'm completely free. Uh, It's it's true, though. It is. I mean, they say opposites attract. So It's true, though. He really is. I would say that. So, yeah, I'm definitely an extrovert. I find that I am more energized when I'm around bigger groups of people Mm -hmm. and more tired around one-on-one conversations. And so for me, I... I don't know. I'm just, I, I, I love positivity. I love being surrounded by that. I'm a, definitely an optimist. I believe anything is possible and we could do anything, you know? Um, so that's just a really big part of who I am and what leads me to the decisions that I make, like living in a school bus. Um, oh my gosh, don't even get me started. <laughs> oh, we'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. But yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much me. I, yeah. When it comes to like what leads me a hundred percent is, uh, I guess my goal is, I just, I love, I love the Bible. I love what it says. I love what it teaches. And I try to base all my decisions based on what I believe the Bible is saying, not based on my feelings. And I believe in, you know, helping other people hopefully come to that um, relationship as well. Cause it's so easy to be like, I just feel like God would do this. You know, like I can't imagine God doing this, but the problem is God, God's ways are not our ways. So I just try to, uh, I don't know. I feel like our ministry is just just to make people fall in love with their Bibles. And I guess that's kind of every decision I make. I I hope that my life follows that course, you know, in that goal. So, yeah. Sweet. That's a really good segue into what is your ministry? Yeah. Ooh, Ooh, fun. So It's actually changed recently. Very, very much so. We Like last week. (laughs) Yeah, we traveled and played uh, house shows full time. And, you know, we do like weddings and colleges and theme parks and things like that and did background stuff. And our goal in our ministry, I'm quote, I'm doing air quotes right now, was to just simply be positive people and hopefully people can just um, walk away knowing since we're Christians that they want to be, you know, I just want to be like you know, I want to be like that. Like, what do they have that I'm missing? And that was part of the, you know, our ministry and that's how I saw it. But I just feel lately that I just want to be more, 
I want to be more outspoken about what I believe. I want my ministry to be more impactful, which is why now we're starting to do a our first re- uh, worship record. Woo! Yeah, because I think that like we were kind of not intentionally, but like focused more on. It's really hard when you're a musician for it not to just be all about you and promoting yourself, your image, like your music and trying to convince people that you're great and that they should listen to your music. It's really hard to be humble in this industry because it's kind of like you're not going to do well if you're too humble, basically. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as much as there was like this desire to incorporate ministry more into what we did, it was like didn't know really how to or where to start with that because there's also like admittedly a little bit of fear when you're playing these like bar gigs to go and just like whip out a worship song and be like, (laughs) who cares what happens, you know, but, um, or like an intimate house show where, you know, like these people, none of these people here are believers and they're all listening to everything that you're saying. And you have this amazing opportunity, but it could be really awkward, you know, and it might not be as comfortable. Um, and so, yeah, we've just been praying over the last few months, like, we want to do more. Like we want to actually do something for the kingdom. Like we want to disciple people. We want to bring God's word into people's homes and into these places that we play at. And it was like, Shane got this idea, like, let's write, I want to write a worship record, but we need somebody to fund it basically. Cause it's expensive to record and produce a whole album and stuff like that. And he was just talking to one of our friends about it. And this guy was like, well, let me know when you need the money. Oh. And Shane was like, um, what? And he, because this guy, he loves the Lord and his, he really wants us to give the CDs away for free and it to just be like ministry and like witnessing to people. And so I'm sorry, I keep hitting the table, don't I? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very expressive with my hands. You are. But yeah, and it's, and that's now literally our mission is mm-hmm. to play in these people's homes and tell them our stories and our adventures, yep. make them, I, I, for lack of a better word, fall in love with us and what we do to the point where we now feel comfortable enough to share the gospel in a new way. And that new way is to write songs like, like we wrote this one song about the garden and like just that, that, uh, how we used to walk hand in hand in the garden and now we don't, but there's still redemption through that and you make all things new. And I, we want to write worship records for people that don't go to church, if that makes any sense. So, yeah. And yeah, we want people to hear these CDs and this music when they're by themselves. And hopefully that will kind of draw them in, in a new way. We Um, want it to be like beautiful and accessible, but be really, really clear what it's about. Right. If that makes sense. Because yes. it's, it's a hard balance to find. We I don't want like to be vague at all because yeah. it's, um, that's not what, yeah, we want to, we want to be upfront. The gospel like, is not vague. <laughs> no, it's yes. not. All right. So if you guys don't know, Shane and Emily have a band. And that band is Arbor Season Express, yes? It's just Arbor Season. Just Arbor Season Our now. bus is the Arbor, Arbor Season Se- Express. Okay, that's the bus. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got the sticker right here. I know. I see so. it. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yes, there it is. Yeah. Yes. I love he it. literally put that on this morning. This was this morning, yeah. It was probably yeah. just for you. Did you know that you can also get phone cases? What? You have phone cases, too? We have phone Coffee cases. Mugs, oh, fanny my goodness. Packs. Fanny packs? We have to get them online, but we have it all. Okay, <laughs> sweet. Where, where, do we, where do we find this website? So I have to actually find the link, but it's on Teespring, and so I'm pretty sure that if you just type in like Arbor Season on Teespring, all of our stuff on there should pop up. Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll put that in the... Uh, description the description for you guys too I can send you a link. oh heck yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> yes so how in the world 
did Arbor Season come into existence? What we, what's the baby of Arbor Season? So if that makes any sense. It does absolutely. <laughs> so like the baby the of Arbor like Season, the whole Both. shebang. Oh my gosh! When it came out screaming. Oh my gosh! Um, okay, so <laughs> we said baby. So then <laughs> we used to be called Shane and Emily, and it all started. We were playing at this one venue, and this guy said, "What's your name?" And we didn't have one, so. He's like, well, I'll just put Shane and Emily on the chalkboard out front. And then we thought it looked really cool. We this kept it. This was after we lost a third band member. Because we was. had a third band member who was a rapper. And I know. It was like a to- we were doing like really poppy music. And he would like rap. It was awesome. And he's still like one of our best, best, best friends. Mm-hmm. And so we we picked Shane and Emily and kept it. Because the goal eventually was for me and Emily to split and then do our own thing. So Shane would still be Shane, Emily would still be Emily, but we'd be promoting and growing what we have together and each other while we're playing music together. Then we got married, and then we're like... Wait a second. <laughs> we need a band name, because Shane and Emily just doesn't sound like a band name. And well, one of the big things was we didn't want to like... We didn't want our faces to be the focus, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't want it to be about us. We wanted it to be more about our music and like um, to give people a feeling. We wanted people to hear our band name and for it to like make them feel like they were outside in a hammock in the woods or something like that. And um, we realized also that we were like writing a bunch of music that was, we were trying to write a hit basically because we wanted to like make a lot of money and make it big. And I realized one day that all the music that we listened to on our own time sounded nothing like what we were writing. And if our music came up on one of my playlists, I would probably skip it and I wouldn't listen to it. And it was like a moment of, what am I doing? What are we doing with our lives? Like we love indie folk music, but we're writing this like pop music that we don't even really like. And so we sat down one day when the RV was being worked on and we were like, let's write a song that we think is pretty. And it doesn't matter if the words make sense. It doesn't matter if anybody else thinks it's pretty, but let's just write something that we like. And um, out came this song called Rubitosis. And um, we just started talking more about how we really wanted to change our sound, but we had to change our band name to do it. We were like, we need to rebrand. We need to like completely redo everything. And the name came up. <laughs> it's not even a cool story. <laughs> we were like Googling outdoor terms. That was what I Googled. I was like, what are like outdoorsy, woodsy words? And we were like, Arbor, season. I like that. <laughs> We just like the way it sounded. <laughs> we liked evergreens too. The we evergreens. To the evergreens. There was that. The snowbirds or porch oh, lights. Snow- and they were all taken. All of them were oh, taken. I know. Porch lights. Porch lights is the. I still like that the <sighs> best. We use that phrase in one of our songs, a uh, song that's called Fireflies. He says, Porch lights set the mood. And I'm just like, man, that would have been a really cool band name. It's mm-hmm. fine though. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, what, what does it look like? for what you guys do like if we could be in your shoes describe to us what would it be like for a tour day for arbor season chaos chaos (laughs) well so we kind of it's funny because when you live on the road full time and you you don't have a piece of property that you live on um you and every day is so different and every every weekend you're like in a new state so we try to have certain um, things in place that create some kind of nor- normality. So routines, routines. It's so important f- with children. <laughs> so for me in the mornings, like I usually wake up with Sawyer um, at six. At six. A little turd. 
<laughs> and then we'll make, uh, like I'll make coffee and uh, make breakfast for us. And then we'll sit down and read our Bibles together. And then not me, I go back to sleep. <laughs> she does. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. I, I don't blame you. <laughs> and then from there, um, I kind of just start working on like booking things and stuff like that. And then when everybody wakes up, uh, usually an hour or so after that, we start driving towards where we're going. And then, um, so driving that we like to stop at like different things that we think look really cool, like really cute towns. We'll walk around and go to coffee shops, parks. Yep. And then we'll try to get to our venue super early so we can set up and then just hang out with the, with Make the people. Make sure there's sufficient parking for our 40 foot school bus. That's yep. That's pretty important. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's honestly. a good day. That's when there's no breakdowns, no electrical <laughs> failures, oh, no God. batteries catching on fire. Oh goodness. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> so that's that's pretty much what life looks like and it, every state that we're in has a compl- it's weird because it has a completely different vibe different feel and it just feels like we're living a completely different life every time we cross state borders because it's just a yeah the air feels different the scenery so different the people are even different and absolutely yeah everything revolves around nap time though <laughs> that's very true nap time everything. is is the epicenter of our... Is this for you guys as well? No. Oh. It's just for Sawyer. Well, now it's going to be for him and Juno. Wow, Which... oh, Sawyer. He just wants <laughs> to tell us. <laughs> it's an elephant? Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yeah, wow. So, yeah, if you hear kids in the background or a dog barking or the wind blowing through, we're actually at their temporary house uh in frederick town jordan and i made the uh 20 minute trip down (laughs) 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 you know we got to change the scenery there's a lot going on at the church right now and it's just this is such fresh air like i love this little house isn't it so cute it's so nice it's so weird this is our first time actually being in a house for like oh you just went straight canadian there (laughs) oh yeah that comes out oh my goodness (laughs) i have not heard that in about a year (laughs) oh well then there you go um, but this Sawyer is, says it like that sometimes. He has these blocks and he'll be like, build a house, build oh. a house. <laughs> so but for like five years, we've just been in a vehicle. Yeah. So mm-hmm. like, it's so weird being in this. And it's funny, like I thought, it, I feel like it'd be a good taste into like what it would be like living in a house. And I'm like, I'm like ready. It. Like Emily likes it, but I'm ready to get back on the road. Yeah. Like, I feel both ways. Now, part of it is because we just had a baby. And so I'm just like, not my mind is not ready to hit the road yet. Mm-hmm. But... If we hadn't just had a baby, I'd be like itching to get yeah. out. But right now, I'm I'm still settling. Yeah, you know. <laughs> so what's what's the most exciting things about your guys's lives? I mean, you guys live out of a bus, like that's and their bus is not just your average, you know, deal. I mean, it's a it's a full length. So, I mean, yeah. when, how how long did it's you a say house it was? On wheels. Forty, 40 feet. feet. Shane built it out inside. It has like a bathroom and a shower and a kitchen and bunk beds and a giant king size bed in the back. And yeah, <laughs> so I, I can't wait to tour that. Yeah. But so what has just been so exciting for you guys? Like what what do you look forward to when you're on the road? What do you look forward to when you're on stage? Or you know what are some of those highs that you get? You know playing worship music for people like that's something you know i'm very musically not inclined (laughs) like so far from that spectrum but to see you guys going after it's like awesome um i don't know it's hard to say what uh, it's like the possibilities are endless like when we start planning our next few months on the road 
it's really exciting to just be like, where do you want to go this year? And when do we want to be there? And to just kind of watch it take shape. Like, <clears throat> it's a monkey. <laughs> wow, Sawyer. Um, like this year being like, we want to be in, um, we want to go to Flagstaff. We want to go to Arizona. We're going to be in Utah in May. And then we're going to go like all the way out west to Seattle and like places that we haven't been in a while. We're going to Alaska again. We're going to Alaska. So that's really, really exciting. (laughs) That's part of it. But the thing that I look forward to most every day is when the show is over and I get to climb into my big comfy bed with my kids. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny because I... I love my life so much and I love every aspect of it. Mornings are my favorite. I love waking up. I think my least favorite part of the day is going to bed. So I'm like, what a waste. I don't want to lie down and just lie there. I want to do stuff. <laughs> Here's the difference in our personalities. Yeah. <laughs> it's so em- funny. Emily's like, yes, I get to go to bed. She's like, like, no. no. Me no. and my sister were talking about this yesterday. Like when we met and for the first few years, I thought we had like the same exact personality. Like we are the same person. And like as we've gotten older and I'm not 18 anymore. I'm like, we're pretty different. I just thought of something very interesting. Uh We were trying to figure out why when I wake up in the middle of the night, like I can't go back to sleep. Like I just can't. And then I'm awake all night and I pull an all nighter sometimes if I wake up at like 12. And so saying that, I think it comes from the fact that I, I never actually really want to go to sleep because there's so many things I want to do. And it's not that I feel like I'm a workaholic. I just have a lot of... He's a workaholic. <laughs> no, I just have like... He's a healthy workaholic, I yeah. promise. I have like ambitions and things I want to do. And even if it those things are just going on hikes with Sawyer and, and like just whatever, like I I think when I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm just, I'm like, well, I'm awake. Let's do something. Like let's start reaching out for bookings or something. I don't know. Like I want to do something or work on the bus or... Um, yeah, that explains a lot, I guess. It does. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't want you guys to think that I'm depressed because I like going to bed at the end of the night because I'm totally... There are other things that I love. I love... Just okay. because she cries a lot. <laughs> Just because I cry myself to sleep. No. Well, that, that's amazing too because you're a mother of two, you live on the road, doing worship. Like, you're pouring out so much and then you have to pour into your family. Like, you know... You're right. Like, you're like you're like a rock star, obviously. Like both of you guys are. And it's it's amazing to see, like, you had a kid... Uh, what about a month ago? Four weeks. About yep. four weeks. Yeah, so four weeks ago, and then you're leading worship, and you guys are about to go on the road in three weeks, right? And so, you know, that's it's that's a lot. amazing. You're, you know, that, you guys are like that, the power hippie couple, as Mike would say, <laughs> yes. power hippie yes. couple. I mean, power it truly couple. shows Christ's power. I think it just shows yeah. two people sold out for the Lord to do what you guys desire, and your desires are around spreading the gospel, and making His word known. But then you get to do fun things like go to Utah and all these different things, you know? So it's the coolest thing. It really ever. is. Yeah. I can't it's picture amazing. living in a house. Like <laughs> we talk about it, like we'll go to a cute town and we'll look at real estate because we're curious and we're like, oh, that's a cute house. Like the closest we've ever come to settling down is this town in upstate New York called Long Lake, where his mom was born and raised. And mm. it's in the Adirondacks Park. Ooh. And it is just insanely beautiful we're like distantly related to 90 percent of the town (laughs) and we know everybody there and like they're just it's like a family there and we've we like tried to get a loan for a house there and totally got denied but that was the lord's provision yes it, it wasn't the time but like we look at houses and we're like, oh, we dream. And then we get back on the road and we're like, I'm so not ready to yeah. stay in a house. Like, just love it. Yeah, you yeah. guys are like living the dream. I know. No, really. It's like there's so many people, especially now, like in our times, like 
the van i have watched a lot of like travelers and they're converting vans and it's a everything. huge movement i know and i'm sure your community is just like it is <laughs> blown up since yeah. oh it's, it's such an incredible community there's actually this podcast called tiny home tours that i follow on spotify and there's use videos and uh we were actually had our bus showcased on their channel yeah. which was really amazing and also scary because people are ruthless on their comments because <laughs> yeah. they have so many followers yeah. but we yeah, we just made so many friends at the festival, the Tiny House Festival. We're going and to another one. That's why we're going to Utah. Hey, what are you guys doing? You want to come with? I'm trying to find someone to come with me. He's oh. going to Georgia in like a week. <laughs> You'd only be gone so for a tempting. week and a half, so if you guys are in, let oh me know. Oh, my goodness. That would be That'd so be, fun. Oh, my gosh. Do you think we can awesome. get Mike to just let us go for a week? I'm not going, so Shane needs company. <laughs> that would be awesome to go down to Georgia and just go to a tiny home You have convention. no idea how fun I wanna, I it is. I would watching like, tiny fun. homes. Do they have, like, carnival food down there, too? They, they do. They have food trucks. Oh, in, the, food in the South? Yeah. Like, and Shane's going to be, like, organizing worship nights and stuff while he's there. It's only, like, a two-day festival, but uh, it's so funny because yeah. we lived in the RV for almost five years, and there is... Nothing like this for RV people. I feel like RV people, unless they're like young couples like us, they typically like, they want to stay at RV parks. They kind of want to keep to their themselves and they like go on their vacation, whatever. If you are in a schoolie, which is what they call the school bus conversions, or a van, <laughs> you are in it for the community mm -hmm. as much as you are for like just the awesomeness of being in one. Mm -hmm. But it is a family. I mean, you see someone else in a schoolie, and you're instantly, you're friends, and you're, like, in each yep. other's houses. I mean, we give tours in gas stations all the time. Oh, There's sweet. always random strangers in Now, my Mike home. Harrison loves gas stations. <laughs> Is this sarcasm? No. 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 So, we went out to Utah. Um, oh, yeah, you oh went gosh. to Logan, Utah. Yeah. We played at the university there. Really? Yes. Wow. We actually have a YouTube uh, video. We have a vlog a about vlog it. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, when I went out there with Mike, literally, we won't buy any Flying J or Maverick especially loves and he was just like that's a mansion for him he loves gas stations more than anything it's Are actually kind of weird oh yeah oh yeah i mean really we, we spend time looking at the merchandise of trucker hats and extension cords and chargers like man this is great you almost just fall off your chair i felt like i was falling i don't know if i actually did but i thought that only happens in dreams you're like oh well it happens okay. in real life this this is so boring for her she's falling asleep <laughs> she's like i hate you guys are like paul <laughs> okay oh gosh so if mike harrison listens to this podcast mike you need to go to bucky's oh it's like I think it's in Alabama. Oh, he's already probably been. Listen, if he loves he gas stations. If he has not been to Bucky's, you need to go. It is the biggest gas station slash gift shop emporium. Oh, like, it's the size of a Costco. Really? No way. But it's a gas station. Oh, my god. And there's several of them, and it is amazing. And they have, like, fresh roasted peanuts and, like, all kinds of amazing food. Go to Bucky's. Band name. Fresh, fresh roasted, roasted peanuts. peanuts. Yes. <laughs> Gosh. All right, so I guess we'll kind of close up here with some final questions. Um, I guess my thing is, you know, I love to hear the success, but I also like to hear the struggles and how you guys persevere through that. So what have been some uh, difficult times with Arbor Season or what have been some difficult, difficult challenges that you guys have, you know, had to fight through and just really trust, all right, this is what Jesus wants us to do. And I guess the other side of that would be seeing that through 
you know, seeing through the challenge and to the victory. So what has that been like for you guys? I think there's only one, and I don't know if Emily's going to say the, the same thing. The first week we were on the road with the bus. <laughs> no, because you're just talking about, like, in general challenges. Sure. yeah. So I'm thinking specifically, like, because there's definitely roadblocks. If you lived in a house or, or traveled um, and just did normal touring like normal bands do where they end up coming back to a location, there's, just, there's always those breakdown stories and things like that. But... I think with us, which we, we always we always have to remember is that we are different and our styles are different and learning how we haven't done this yet, I feel like after all this time and we're still working on it, but trying to find a common ground between our different styles. So I'm like, I want to write songs all the time. So, so we like, I want to write songs all the time. I want to talk about bookings all the time. I want to talk about like where we want to go, our goals, um, where Emily is not like that. No, nope. um, <laughs> I'm a little bit more of a potato. I do, <laughs> I do work, but it's a totally different side of like work. Like I clean the house. I'm like your typical, you know, little housewife. <laughs> I clean the house. I do laundry. I focus on like, she makes the yummy foods, making food. I'm always thinking about like, what do I make for dinner? I need to go to the grocery store. Sawyer needs new pants, stuff like that. And so that's where my mind is at. And so I'm as much as I do have creative tendencies, I'm not as ambitious in that world because by the time I have an hour to sit down, I want to watch Netflix. I don't typically want to write a song because it engages a part of my brain that I'm like, it makes me a little bit tired to do it. But I do it anyways because yeah. I love you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> but it's, those are, that, honestly, that's just something that we always have to struggle and fight through. And the great thing about it is if I'm going to be completely honest, and I don't think I've ever said this out loud on a podcast or anything, but I'm just going to go ahead and say it because it's fun. And it's Ooh, fun content. Exclusive content. Exclusive content. I'm nervous. If I, and I mean this in the best possible way, and oh, let, me, no. let me get to the end because the end is. Uh, hear me out. Hear me out. That's what he out. says. If he ever says, hear me out, get nervous. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out. So I. If I was doing this with another, like uh, someone I wasn't related to or married to or something, um, it would not have worked. We would have broken up a long time ago. Um, but because we're married and this is something that, you know, I love more than life doing this with my wife and my family. And this is a family gig, you know, we're not separate. We travel together, we work together. And I love it. I wouldn't have any other way. Um, so that's what keeps us going. And that's what keeps us, you know, trying to separate, um, our married life in our work life and figuring out, you know, how that works. But, um, yeah, it just, it would not have worked if I was with somebody else. He would have given up is what he's saying, because it is a lot of work to take yeah. two very different people and have them running a business and like a creative endeavor and a marriage and a family together. It's like a lot. Well, it's so funny because I would have thought too, if like Emily was just a friend and we were doing this, I would have just thought she didn't care about it as much as I did even really, really wanted to do it. And so there would be that struggle for me internally because that's just not, she does want to do it. It's just her personality isn't mine where I'm... I just express it differently. Yeah, you express it differently. And I just my motivation levels are just way uh, high too high <laughs> too <laughs> you know, high i mean high. he wakes up at midnight and is up all night because he wants to do stuff all the time <laughs> yeah so a final question for me at least what are some future goals for arbor season or what i like to say what are some god-sized dreams and what i mean by that what is only something that god can do you know, he converts the impossible to being possible, right? So, like, what is something that has been on your heart for Arbor Season or your family or even yourselves to, like, 
to reach for or something that your heart would like to see come into existence? Okay, so... We may have different answers. I don't know. It's hard to say. Um, There's like two main things. Number one is we don't want to be famous. That's not a desire for like the the health of our family, like emotionally, spiritually, and everything. Like we want to be able to, um, I think we want to pay off our debt and make enough money that we can bless the socks off of people like our nanny who travels with us when we're on the road, which you guys know her, Cortland, (laughs) although we call her Marie, sorry. Um, But we want to be able to bless our nannies like exponentially, like just, you know, take care of them and like be able to just give wherever we go like we don't want to have a bunch of monthly bills where we're having to hustle to get to the next gig just to pay our bill our credit card bills or like the rv bill that we still have you know what i mean like we want to be able to just be super generous and like not have to worry about that if that makes sense mm-hmm. definitely um that's was definitely one of my goals exactly was yeah. to just because if we're debt free our bills would be like 400 dollars a month and we everything make- on top of that we can just give to people give you and need somebody who has a need and you give to them and then you tell them about jesus and you're like god told me to give you this and it's like how can how can that not have an impact on somebody you know what i'm saying i think it's just so yeah. awesome so that's definitely the goal um there but then for arbor season just in general i think it'd just be really cool to sell out like 1000 um, seat venues you know um, but i want them to be like theaters and uh stuff like that so i think no matter where we go, having that ability to do that musically, that's my goal. Um, but, and we're kind of doing that by building house show networks throughout the country. So like, you know, if we get like 15 to 20 house shows in one city, then in a couple of years, all those people can fit in a bigger size venue where they're there just to, you know, see us or whatever. But another God size goal, which is awesome, would be to fly. That would be fantastic. I, <laughs> I want to breathe underwater, I think, more than I want to fly. Right. Um, <laughs> no, you, you want to have control over the air because then you could fly or breathe underwater. All right, we're getting out of control okay. here. Yeah, but the pressure, the water pressure is a very big deal. Like your your ears won't pop. Yes. Right? And you yes. could go as far underneath you could do as anything. you want. Like Percy Jackson who jumped out of the arch at St. Louis yeah. and went to the Mississippi all the way down to the bottom and survived. Like, come on. What? That's, not That's pretty epic. That was a movie. <laughs> yes, that was a movie, but it wasn't real. No, no. <laughs> oh gosh, oh. <laughs> that's hilarious. I was gonna say that person should have had a GoPro strapped on his head. <laughs> no, he was the demigod of Poseidon, or the son it's of. It's a movie. Yes. I haven't seen it. It's a book series. Isn't What's it, it called? Yes, Percy, Percy Jackson, Jackson. The, oh. the Lightning Thief. Yeah, that's the first yeah. book. Yeah, never heard read of it. That. I like it's, it's a good, just like easy, fun. Very imaginative. Yes. I like that kind of stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, but the God-sized goal is awesome because I feel like God has given it to us, which is the ability to like record as much as like we want to because this person has said basically that they're going to fund all of our future worship projects and like... Yeah, I mean, as so, long well, as God allows that to well, happen. He's, well, he definitely said for this one. And then I, in one passing moment, he said... And who knows? Maybe you know the next one, and then the next one. That's uh, what he said. Um, whatever. I'm taking that as a yes. verbal contract. Yes. No, of course. Yes. Faith no. To hey, say that. That, that, totally is, that is at least three next recordings. At least. <laughs> at least. At least. But to me, that's like a huge deal: is to be able to like 
not have to do another Kickstarter to record an album and for it to be something that I really believe is going to make a difference and have an impact on people in a much bigger way than anything that we've recorded in the past. It's just, it's bigger than us. It's beyond indie folk music, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And if we can quote an artist, I would say Zach Winter's Psalm 23 is the vibe that we're going for. Yeah, Ooh. so just look that so up. So look that up. Okay. Oh. And we'll just throw it in there. Yes. <laughs> Do it. All right, any fun random facts that no one knows about you that you would like to expose to the world? Yes. I have a fear that my eyes are going to pop out. Really? And so I'm constantly trying to make sure that they're in there. For real? Yes. Yeah. I, I have to be oh. honest, though. <laughs> I... <laughs> You'll, you'll see so many him times randomly just, doing this. Oh, no that's what that is. Oh my gosh. I feel like I He's haven't thought about it. I haven't thought about that in a while, so maybe it's going away. No, um, I've caught you doing it like absolutely. It's now subconscious. Yeah. Like it's ingrained. Yeah. It totally is. <laughs> you got him. <laughs> what about you, Emily? I don't have anything that's that funny. I don't think I have any Doesn't interesting funny. facts. Do, do you have any like dumb way that you were injured? Yes. <laughs> oh, good. I broke my wrist when I was nine, and I told the doctors that it was because I was climbing a tree, but it was actually because I was sitting in a tree, and I was pretending I was on an episode of The Bachelor, and I was leaning in to kiss my dream man, and I fell out of the tree and broke my wrist. But I didn't want to tell my parents, so I lied to everybody about it. I don't know. That's There you go, more. ladies and gentlemen. The truth has been revealed. <laughs> I've, I've told my mom since then. Don't worry. <laughs> I broke my wrist um, uh, during a piggyback session. Um, and a so I thought... A piggyback session. Hey, that is band a band name. name. Hang on, Are you writing that, that down? No I'm way. writing it down. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I was like, there was somebody on top of somebody, and I was on top of that person, and then I fell piggyback. off. And triple piggyback. Oh, wait. Triple that, piggyback. Would that be a double piggyback or a triple one? I, I think it's double. I think a double, because a piggyback is already piggyback One person squared. under you. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> piggyback squared. Okay, oh, which one is another band name. Oh, I think piggyback squared is like. Piggyback what was the first squared, one? Double, piggyback squared. I feel like that'd be like a country. No, okay, so piggyback squared is your like your band name, but then piggyback sessions would be like like concerts that or like. I know. Yes. I can't lie. I still think the piggyback session is still the best band name. And I don't know. The session. The word session just sounds funny to me. I'm writing <laughs> it down. We have a band names group with a few of our friends on Facebook, and we all just randomly post stuff like this. <laughs> Posting it right now. Oh. Comfort food is one of them. Dashboard gardens. Interesting. Some of them are funny. Some Turtleneck colony. I like that one. Turtleneck colony. <laughs> Hearts for beans. Hearts for beans. <laughs> Forbidden nuggets. Sandy toots. Okay, we're done now. <laughs> that yeah. was so I never famous. saw that one. That one did not pop up. So we're not going to delve into that anymore. <laughs> all right. All right. One last question. Do you okay. have any useless talents? The I ride a unicycle. That's kind of, but that I wouldn't say that's useless because I you that's make my that dripping sound with your mouth. That there you go. Because like unicycling is actually exercising. Yeah. Like yes. I use that. Well, how, how far did you bike or unicycle cycle the other um, day? Six miles. I went the other day and he used to do that every day. He was inspired by our friend Todd, who lives in Alaska, who we're going to visit, who is. I believe he's 60 and he mountain what? unicycles. I got to call them. Mountain like unicycles? Six, yes, yes, like through the mountains of Alaska. So the unicycle you saw downstairs, that's a mountain unicycle because the tire is really thick and yeah. big. So you can go over grass, uh, logs, and sticks and stones. And yeah. I can move my pinky toe by itself. Oh my goodness, I can do that too. 
Are you going to take your shoes off? Yeah. In my house? Just kidding. <laughs> so for those that are wondering what's happening right now. We're moving our pinky toes, like, independently. Yes. There yes. It is. Yes. Individual pinky toes. You really have to think about it. Yeah. It's not super easy. Because I, I have friends who can spread all five toes, and I could never do it. And oh, I, was, I can do that. Like this? And I was jealous. Yes, like that. You're jealous. <laughs> and I can only move my pinky toe. That's I, your God-sized dream. I just want to spread <laughs> all five of my toes. I can literally only move my big toe. It's the only one I can consciously move. It takes brain power. You have to be really smart to be able to do it. You have to tell your pinky toe what to do yes. with your mind. Yeah, I used to be very... My toes used to be very um, like flexible. But now since I broke my foot in my like my right foot, like the the plates stop my toes from like moving so much what so i can't pick up nearly as much as i used to and i can't like spread them like i have one toe that's just like a little crooked <laughs> for, like forever crooked toe because it name. just it just didn't set right so it's the just like toe. a little bit off just just ever how so did slightly. you break your foot is it an embarrassing story no i was just playing soccer in indonesia well, Whoa. that's a cool casually. story. It you is know, in casually. Yeah. You yes. couldn't say that it was like, I just broke my toe. You had to, because you have to. You can't yeah. just, no. you know, it it was, I was in Indonesia. I had surgery in Indonesia. Whoa. It was five days in the hospital in Indonesia. They turned <laughs> off our air conditioning because it was so cold for them. They're like, they must be cold. I'm like, why'd you turn off our air conditioning? Oh, it no. was only, I don't, it was 21 degrees Celsius, whatever that is, converted to. Shane, you should know because he's Canadian. Wait, what did you say? 21 Celsius. 21. I, if I had to guess, I would say that's like 21. I would say that's like in the 70s or 60s. Wow. Sounds like my mom who lives in Florida. Seriously, if it goes below like 69. I was degrees, right on the money, kind of. Have you, have you been down to the Florida Keys? No. I have not. Oh, my gosh. There's nowhere to park an RV or a bus, and I've heard that it gets kind of crazy down there. It does, the but... The Florida Keys is so amazing. I it's do a have a... culture. We can ask Jessica for her contacts. Oh, because she has a place to park. She has a Patreon down there. Yeah. Like a Patreon person. She's one of our schoolie friends. Schoolies. She's in the schoolie <laughs> club. <laughs> oh, she may follow us back through here <gasps> after the festival. That would be amazing. <laughs> So you guys can meet her and see her bus. Her bus is amazing. Oh. The Painted Buffalo. You should look that up. She's one, of the, she's one of the famous schooly people that like everybody follows and knows. The Painted Buffalo. I feel like if we didn't already name our office space, the treehouse, it would oh, be yes. the Painted Buffalo. Isn't that that needs to be our uh, podcast corner. Yes. She nailed it with that name. She's an artist <laughs> and she. there's a whole story about Buffalo and like... Um, uh, army veterans or military veterans there's like a whole thing it's really cool and she got juno our little baby girl um like a swaddle blanket and a hat with buffalo and her name on it like it says the juno swaddle. and it has little <laughs> the swaddle blanket <laughs> super swaddle super swaddle if, if, if the first letter matches this like the first letter of the second word like it's the first letter of the first word. yeah it's yeah like slippery slopes <laughs> or <laughs> super swaddles super swaddles i love it banana babies banana babies i don't know where that came from that, that'll be my kids the banana poop. babies the banana babies oh, the poop pumpkins <laughs> the pumpkin poops <laughs> the funny feces <laughs> okay we're done now <laughs> it always turns to poop with shane it doesn't take long oh, it always gosh. gets there the squ- i was gonna say the squishy squishy squirts <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, this is edit? not what you anticipated your podcast being, is it? I, you know, how much this? of this is gonna be cut out? I'm like, <laughs> imagine, I, I, I'm imagining who we were looking at 
when we were leading worship, I'm like, who's going to listen to this? I'm like, oh, that lady. She probably shouldn't hear me <laughs> say squishy They're all going to be thinking about this next time we lead worship. They're <laughs> yeah. going to be like, they, it's like the, the agape feast. Are, are these the poop people? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that also we works. Poop people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Thank you, Shane and Emily from Arbor Season for just hanging out with us or uh, and letting us come to your house and just be here. It is beautiful down here in Frerytown, Missouri. <laughs> yes, so that was episode two of Rooted. Stay tuned. And since we have so much requests, we are looking to drop a podcast per week. So yeah. stay tuned for that. That and is our God-sized dream right now. Yes. I love it. Yes. And so thank you, Shane and Emily, again. Stay thank tuned. You. Arbor Season's going to be coming back for the Agape Feast in April. Yes. So come to that. We'll have fried chicken and good music and fellowship. Yep. But yes, thank you guys so Thanks much. Thanks so much for having us. This Woo! was so fun. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> right. I guess you have to hold it. <laughs> 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 <laughs>